Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. According to estimates from the Congressional Budget Office, President Biden's plan to forgive $10,000 per borrower in federal student loan debt will cost nearly $400 billion, or in student loan terms, $27 a month for 30 billion years. Yeah, it's actually closer to $500 billion, half a trillion dollars with the stroke of a pen, which would obviously be the most expensive executive order ever, and incredibly unfair and not progressive. So um, I would like to live in a world where you could just declare that stupid and unfair and have it go away, but you can't do that. You have to go through all the legal reasons for doing it. And so a lot of legal experts were saying, yeah, it sounds illegal, but who are you going to find withstanding that can actually sue, that can bring that forward, and it looks like we have our first case. Yeah, indeed, the Pacific Legal Foundation is taking the lead, and Allison Soman is a legal fellow with the Center for the Separation of Powers at the Pacific Legal Foundation, here to talk about the lawsuit and and the uh, the topics that surround it. Allison, how are you? Doing well, thank you. It's great to be here. How are you today? 
We're terrific. We're glad you're here. I'm disappointed that you can't just declare something uh, stupid and unfair and it's good enough. (laughs) So I feel that way, too, having been (laughs) on various cases like these. Um, Let me talk a little bit about what's going on here. So I think you already alluded to this concept of standing. And as you suggested a moment ago, if you have a grievance with the government, if you think what they're doing is wrong or stupid or offensive, be that as it may, that's not enough to get you into court. You have to be able to show that you're injured in a concrete way, in a tangible way, before you can get into court and make your case to a judge. And who did you find that that fits that description for this particular executive order? So this is a little bit unusual. One of our very own employees, Frank Garrison, who's a lawyer with us, I've worked with him before in a different project. He is eligible for loan forgiveness under the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. This is a completely separate federal program where if you work for a qualifying nonprofit or government organization for 10 years, because these organizations tend to do worthwhile work and tend not to pay a lot, if you stay in those jobs and show the Department of Education that you've been staying in that job after 10 years, they will forgive the balance on your loan. Frank works for us. We're a qualifying nonprofit. So if he stays with us for about another, I believe, about four years, give or take, his his remaining debt will be wiped out by the government, and he would not owe tax on that wiped out debt under the law that created those rules. So where's his injury, though? What's his complaint about that? That sounds like something he would like. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that. I'm sorry. So because Biden wiped out $20,000 of Frank's debt early before he would qualify for that loan forgiveness, he faces a tax um, under Indiana state law. Under Indiana law, if, if someone owes you, a, if you owe someone a debt and then that person wipes out your debt, you borrow money for a car and then the other person says, you know what, I don't want to collect that money back from you. That's considered part of your income and so you owe tax on that. So Frank was expecting no tax bill for having his debt wiped out later. Now all of a sudden is getting hit with a tax bill because of the Biden executive action. And so that in his view gives him standing to sue and take on this big unconstitutional power grab so i have a feeling that i'm asking a question that's going to be answered with a basic concept of constitutional law that i'm just not familiar with but uh why not just uh, file suit on behalf of the poor beleaguered taxpayer part of whose income is going to be used to finance this program so that's a great question um, back in the 1960s and 70s, there were cases that went up to the Supreme Court on similar theories of what was called taxpayer standing. It's interesting for me to get this question over the last few days, because at the time, this was mostly seen as a very liberal cause. The people who were bringing these taxpayer standing suits were environmental activists who were suing the then new Environmental Protection Agency to get it to act more aggressively um, um, to do, to control pollution, what have you. And the courts were wary of what a big EPA could do to businesses. 
So they wanted to limit these environmental cases mm. to situations in which people were actually concretely harmed by supposed environmental degradation. It does have this, uh, these cases do have this somewhat unpredictable result, though, mm. that when a president does a big power grab like this, uh, taxpayers who don't want to be stuck um, paying off other people's student loans don't have an obvious recourse. Interesting. And just to be clear, you said that was a good question, but then you said everybody's been asking it the last several days, which means <laughs> oh, it's a oh, very oh, nice, banal. Nice. Way to undermine me. Way to, way to you know, take away my moment in the sun. So I guess, uh, and, and again, I, I probably ought to enroll in a constitutional law class, which I haven't taken in 30 years, but... um. So the president can do something, to my mind, blatantly unconstitutional. I mean, stretch that Heroes Act from uh, the early 2000s beyond recognition and, and with the stroke of a pen enact legislation. But we've got to find somebody specific who's hurt by it. You can't sue in principle. That's correct. So because so because Frank has this specific injury, he owes taxes under Indiana state law. In our view, he qualifies to challenge that big power grab by the president. So what about this latest wrinkle in the last 24 hours where they're trying to get around your particular suit, where the Department of Justice has filed notice confirming that, quote, any borrower who qualifies for automatic debt relief will be given an opportunity to opt out. Which, according to one blue checkmark Twitter person, said, blows up your entire standing theory. So our attorneys are aware of that. They're looking at it carefully. Uh, I believe that they're in court this morning and they're addressing the matter with the judge. We'll see how we'll see how he how he rules on this. Um, I would add that I think we would like to see something more official from the Department of Education and Justice confirming that this is how this will actually work because our attorneys looked very carefully at all of the materials prepared by the White House, by the Department of Education after Biden first announced this policy. At that time, there was no indication of any opt-out. And so I think before, before we move forward, we would like to see some kind of more official confirmation that there actually is going to be an opt-out and that this is how this will work. I would add that ordinarily efforts by a defendant to evade a judgment against them by changing their position abruptly are not favored in the federal courts. Mm. Allison Soman is a legal fellow at the Center for the Separation of Powers. You know, I'm just thinking creatively here. A physical injury would give me standing, right? Yes. Well, this program chaps my ass, (laughs) and that is really painful. No amount of salve is helping. <laughs> yeah, boy, howdy. I hope that maneuver is as unsuccessful as you suggest because it's just so frustrating to see the the power of the executive and the, bu- the abuse of that power just grow by leaps and bounds with every administration, Democratic and Republican. We the people, we have to have a defense. Yeah, and you're a lawyer, so this might not seem as much this way to you as it does to me, but it seems like such a technical, complicated way to go about this when it should be more of just a... We can't have one guy who can spend a trill, half a trillion dollars with one stroke of a pen. I agree that this is a really big reach by the president and that it's really troubling 
for us at Pacific Legal Foundation, this isn't really about our having views uh, on what should happen with student loan debt, but on the idea that under a constitutional order of government, the president shouldn't be empowered to make these decisions on his own. This is a decision that should be made democratically in the most democratic branch by Congress. Hmm. The HEROES Act, which Biden has asserted as authority, just doesn't simply support the kind of broad loan forgiveness that his White House claims it does. Clearly, clearly indeed. Allison Soman of the Pacific Legal Foundation, a terrific organization, uh, absolutely worthy of everybody's support. Allison, great to talk to you. Let's stay in touch on this case. All right. Thank you so much. It was great to be here. Yeah, thank you. It's our pleasure. Thanks. Uh, uh, So in the legal world, I suppose we've got to come up with some way that we can't have presidents doing this, or it's going to go back and forth with different administrations, which with insane amounts of money being spent or, or major laws being overturned or whatever. On the political side of it, though, um, you know, if most people don't like it, then don't vote in big spending liberals, I guess, would be the outcome. Yeah, elections have consequences. Yeah. But I'm just I'm imagining similar abuses of power where you cite a 15 year old law that dealt with our soldiers fighting in Afghanistan and Iraq and tried to apply it because of the pandemic to college students who had more debt than they feel like paying back. Right. I mean, if you could you know, rely on reasoning that thin and stretch the law that badly. I mean, I can I can imagine all sorts of abuses of power by both parties. And, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, as they say, you have to have standing. You have to find an aggrieved party to sue on constitutional grounds. But, uh, you know, I have a friend who's a constitutional lawyer. I, actually, I have a couple. Um, I'd like to talk about this more because I think this is an under understood aspect of constitutional life if you know what i mean i don't think average people understand that this is the way it is it's this convoluted to say hey what he did is unconstitutional yeah, that was a pretty complicated way of going about trying to stop this when it seems like it ought to be more simpler now one guy can't do that for some reason right right yeah um the queen's death certificate is out i see the breaking news uh uh, cause of death is listed as old age. So there's your breaking news. The queen died of old age at 96. Yes, I saw that. I got the breaking news update. The cause of death of the queen is known. Yeah, she was old AF, as the kids say. If God it had, rest her soul. But if it had turned out been uh, hit by a truck or something like that. Murder most foul. <laughs> right. She was murdered. <laughs> That'd be a big story. Yeah. Everybody be not. looking at what's her name. Megxit. Uh, oh, yeah. Meghan Markle? Mm-hmm. Ugh, why'd you bring that up? Don't ever say Megxit again, Jack. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> I didn't like the way that tasted in my mouth. Oh, boy. All right, so what are we going to do coming up? Uh, Lunkhead Gavin Newsom, governor of California, doubles down on equity and, in response to abortion laws in other states, has made vasectomies free in California. Hey, I need to get what one the- of those. Maybe I, can I do I qualify? Well, I got one years ago. So can I sue him? Do I have standing? I don't know. The, the testicular reparations is what it's called. Yes, exactly. Um, yes. Do I what wa- about mine? The other huh? question would be do, do I want a free vasectomy or would I like to go ahead and pay for a good one? <laughs> <laughs> free Tijuana garage vasectomies right here. <laughs> Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. So the United States shares a very important relationship, which is an alliance with the Republic of North Korea. And it is an alliance that is strong and enduring. That's the vice president of the United States. I mean, obviously saying we're closely allied with North Korea was a bit of a gaffe. But the first part is worse. She does that all the time. She has nothing freaking to say. We have a strong alliance. And, of course, it's strong and enduring. She it just, is a relationship that is a re, uh, an alliance. Everything she says is off the top of her head, winging it poorly. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. She might just actually not be very smart. She's not. I'm telling you. She's certainly not quick on her feet. Guys who I like and respect and worked with her tried to convince me. I'm not being partisan. I'm not trying to be funny. She's a dope. No, like, like I can't stand Hillary Clinton, but I would never say she wasn't smart. Oh, no, she's smarter than hell. Barack Obama, he's wrong about a lot of stuff, but he's smart as hell. Kamala Harris, dope. Play that again, Michael. So the United States shares a very important relationship, which is an alliance with the Republic of North Korea. And it is an alliance that is strong and enduring. Kim Jong-un had to be surprised to hear that. He was like, whoa, hey, wait a minute. Maybe I can get some foreign aid or something. So uh, a couple of emails that we got I want to share with you. Uh, a couple of different topics, although they're both about uh, kids. First of all, this one, which we mentioned very early in the show from Alien Anonymous, talking to a bunch of neighborhood kids, as she does as mom, and um, and one kid told her that the fifth-grade teacher, and I wrote back trying to figure out where she lives, but uh, fifth-grade teacher had each child stand up, declare their sexuality. These are 11-year-olds or so? Stand up in class. Declare your sexuality. Straight, queer, bisexual, etc., And the child was also required to state what pronouns they wish to use. These are kids who, she points out, have never even kissed someone. And they're being asked to declare, I'm bisexual, as an 11-year-old, by a public school teacher. Well, I, I, I think the people that are behind this sort of stuff, they want to get to these kids before they have kissed someone or decided they like boys or girls. They want to put this stuff in their head before they even get there, because... You know, it's probably going to stick. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what's going on there. Aileen Anonymous wrote back, and she is in the greater Seattle area. Not shockingly. Uh, So that's just unbelievable. Uh, This is kind of a different topic, but it's about children, um, and it was just so powerful I wanted to share it with you. So uh, can I use this? Uh, We'll just say uh, Al Anonymous from Napa, California. Longtime listener, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, In my nearly 30 years of teaching, I've never seen my students come to me in such poor academic shape. There's a twist coming up. As a sixth grade teacher in a wealthy town in the wine country, I'm seeing the effects of COVID shutdowns. They're even worse than last year's students. With your frequent reminders of learning loss from the COVID shutdowns, I think another skill has not been studied or discussed. Specifically, as a middle school teacher, I'm seeing students who have lost any perseverance. Mm. My students this year on the whole will not even try on an even middling, difficult task. 
There's almost no student who completes written homework. Almost none. Wow. After a couple of years of not having to do anything, I could see how that would happen. Yeah, the muscles have grown slack. Ask them to study for a test. They won't. It won't happen. In the classroom, when asked to just read three to five paragraphs independently, the vast majority of students give up only after only one Whoa. paragraph. That's amazing. And he goes on with some more examples. This has been undiscussed, underappreciated, the crime that we committed against the kids. Yet another facet of it. Coolio has died. Our loving retrospective on the way. Also, why are so few men working in America? Among other things we're going to talk about. Armstrong. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. So my brother texted me yesterday, Coolio's dead. Uh, which is the sort of brother text I get from my brother on a regular basis. But my brother mm. said, uh, I don't know my Coolio. Apparently that's Coolio. He said Coolio had three of the best rap songs of the 90s, in his opinion. So there you go. That's Gangsta's Paradise, right? There, Michael? Coolio yeah. dead. dead I'm, I'm, I'm down with the, the hip-hop. Okay. He's dead at 59, had a heart attack. Went Sorry his, to hear that. Went in his buddy's bathroom, never came out. And then I just saw this. Uh, Coolio's last performance was with Vanilla Ice, who was reflecting on his late friend's sudden death. If you were playing with Vanilla Ice for your last performance and thinking the bloom was off the rose. Oh, boy. Yeah. The assembled tens. Probably uh, we'll be able to say forever I was at Coolio's last performance. Well, and if people are attending your performance ironically, that's a different thing. (laughs) Yeah, you should get different kind of money when people come to see you ironically. It's like when I was going to go see uh, Bad Baby, the uh, the Catch Me oh, Outside girl. Yeah, I couldn't or make Stormy it. Stormy Daniels, similar <laughs> thing. Yeah. Exactly. You're going I'm not, ironically. I'm not going there because I want to see your big old hooters. I'm going because it seems like a kooky thing to do. It's like when I was, went and saw Adam West, uh, Batman, at the RV show. It was the same sort right. of thing. Before his renaissance on right. Family Guy, right when he became cool again. So there's this book. Out. Actually, it's a book that came out in 1996, but there's a new version out. Men Without Work came out, I'm sorry, in 2016. And there's a new post-pandemic edition out by a guy named Nicholas Eberstadt, who's one of your think tank geniuses uh, at AEI, I believe. And it's following up on an earlier work. I don't even remember. We talked to Charles Murray when he put out Falling Apart. So Charles Murray had put out a book called The Bell Curve, got beaten up as being in called a racist. So then he came out with this book called Coming Apart, which was specifically about white people trying to make the point. Look, we got a serious problem with uh, white males in particular that like aren't working or working crappy jobs and die in deaths of despair. And this is a thing. Well, following up on that with men without work, especially post-pandemic, is the idea that there are so many men of working age, we're talking between ages 25 and 54, who are unemployed and not looking for a job. We have 7 million of those in the country right now. That's why, and it's a growing category, that's why you have help wanted signs everywhere, and you can't fill them. And Joe's been asking, where did the people go? A whole bunch of them have decided I ain't working anymore. Yeah. Now, for most of us... No, that was an option. Is that an option? Apparently, according to this guy who wrote this book, you can you can live that way. There are enough programs out there, especially if you can get on some kind of disability, and it ain't very complicated in a lot of states to get on some kind of disability. Um, you're not going to have a lot of money, but you got enough to sit in a crappy apartment and uh, stare at your phone and watch porn or whatever, if that's what you Video want your games, life to be. Video games, etc. Smoke pot. So for every man who's unemployed and looking for a job, there are four that are unemployed and aren't looking for a job currently in this country between the ages of 25 and 54. Uh, There are a a larger percentage of men not working than there was in 1940 at the end of the Great Depression when unemployment was 15%. Unemployment is very low now because you don't count on the unemployment stat if you're not looking for a job. These are people who just aren't right. working. They're labor force dropouts, he calls them. 
there are uh, more blacks are more highly represented than their population in this, but Asian and Latinos less than their population. Actually, if you put all people of color together, it comes out about the same as white. Less education is overrepresented, but 40% of these 7 million have some college degree. 20% have a college degree and aren't working and aren't looking for a job. Wow. Never married is way overrepresented. Much more likely that you're a never married person just hanging out in society, not working and not wanting to. Uh, If you're born in the USA, you're more likely to not be working. If you're born in a foreign country, you're way more likely to be working. Boy, that's not surprising at all, the sort of person who will cross an ocean to come to this land of opportunity. Disability programs have gone up during this period of time since 1965, as this number has been going up, 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 up. But they can't show causality for this. Kind of hard to imagine that there's not some, but. Well, I just think the base, uh, a basic understanding of human beings, really any animal, is enough to know. Yeah, if disability is much more easily accessed and widespread for more and more things, you can have more and more people claiming it instead of working, which is harder. One troubling aspect of it is it, the number is growing for women. It was almost entirely a man problem. It's growing for women. So while there are 7 million men, there are a couple million women, and that number is getting bigger every single year. So they're catching on to the whole, hey, maybe I'll just stare at my phone and not have a job my whole life. It just sounds like such a sad, pathetic life. Yeah, I've I've never tried it, but yeah, I can't even imagine it. it. This whole conversation is so outside my concept of life and what it ought to look like. It's it's difficult for me to to relate to it. I just that's, I, I can't imagine it. That's why this author talks about it as being like a a hidden thing in America right now. Because those of us who are in the workforce and can't imagine being any other way and have been since we were teenagers, um, it's just it's, it's not even on our radar. And it seems to be the reverse is true for this crowd. It's not on their radar to go out and have a job and show up every day, because why would you do that? It's a huge cultural change, obviously, to state the incredible obvious. And I think one of the most insidious things about the whole critical race theory crowd is that they've made it so that you cannot say anything negative about any culture or subculture unless it's white people. Now, white people, you can't say anything positive. You can't say anything positive about Western civilization. Uh, and speaking of Douglas Murray, his book, The War on the West, is absolutely terrific. I pick it up every few nights and read another chunk of it. But um, uh, but you can never say anything negative. And culture matters deeply. The way you see the world, your your traditions. Uh, do you have that uh, that work ethic? Do you get satisfaction and pride from a job well done, or don't you? These things matter, but nobody's allowed to talk about them. Yeah, I don't. Li- I didn't come from the kind of family I don't think where anybody would disown anybody. <laughs> but I can't imagine what my dad would think of me if I didn't. If I had never gotten a job and just didn't plan on it, what are you going to do? That's what he'd think of you. Less. <laughs> it's hard to imagine. Yeah, I talk to my kids all the time about you got. Well, you got to make a living. You got. Yeah, that's one thing you have to do is you have to come up with a way to make a living. And uh, I hope that sinks into their head. We got some text on this topic. Um. Or what the hell is going on here, or their experience with it? Young white American males have been told that they're useless and that they have nothing but privilege, and now they're incels, which I know what that means, involuntary celibate. 
and mm-hmm. MGTOWs, MGTOWs. Do you know what that is? Anybody? No, sir. Alex, somebody Google that. What does that mean? What's the acronym again? MGTOWs. MGTOWs. Might go to outside washrooms? I don't know. Stands for men going their own way. Oh, okay. Yeah, which way is that? Toward I don't work? Uh, it says here, anti-feminist, misogynistic, mostly online community. Okay. The online yeah, part, I get bitter, yeah. And again, the never married, not like, you know, separated, divorce, you're married, whatever. Um, never married is a overrepresented crowd in this group of people that don't work in, and don't plan to. We are growing a possibly very dangerous class of sullen young men who have nothing to lose, and all they do is watch porn and get high and are lonely as hell. I would assume. I don't know how this plays out with politics. I don't know if we got a coming revolution or not. They might be too just placid with kind of just eh to to care about a revolt. Uh, I I think so. Yeah. I and Jack and I discussed this during a commercial break, but you know, frequently those of us who muse about society and politics, we wonder was Orwell more right with uh, 1984 for instance or or Huxley with Brave New World and and the answer is they both are depending on, you know, the system you're in, but Huxley's vision of the brave new world is that everybody was drugged and amused into compliance. They were, as you were saying, Jack, they're so, uh, they couldn't mount a revolt. They're, they're drugged and amused, whether literally with drugs or, you know, pastimes, online pastimes that keep them busy enough to not really have any interest in improving their world. It's sad. As far as the lazy asses who won't work, it's pretty easy to fix. Don't give them any money. Don't work, don't eat. It does seem like that would happen if you can't sit around your apartment and somehow get by without having a job. I'm guessing you go out and get one of those jobs. More, Very well, few people would sit in their apartment and starve to death. Very few. Well, Jack, the problem is we don't have much data on what a policy change like that would bring other than the entire history of humankind in which people, given the choice of working or starving, worked like crazy, without exception. We got a lot of texts. I'm just picking out some that represent different points of view. Like this represents quite a few of the texts, this sort of point of view. Men are freed from hellish marriage and found cheaper ways to enjoy life. And you wonder why. Seriously, um, we got numbers of texts like that. And I've known a few people like that who, uh, you know, have uh, uh, love lives or marriages have not worked out. And man, I just that whole I'm out. I'm done with that. Man, that seems like passing on giving up on a giant segment of what. Life is the pleasurable part of life, the connecting part of life. I I don't know. You know, you do you, but. Yeah, I feel for folks like that. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Is there risk involved? Yeah, there definitely is. Uh, emotionally and monetarily. But the idea of I'm just going to watch YouTube videos and porn for the rest of my life. No, thanks. Nothing ventured, nothing gained, my son. It's an ancient saying. What a fascinating story. How often has it happened in history that perfectly healthy working age people, mostly males for now, just decide, eh, just not going to do anything? Well, Whoa. and it's happening all over the developed world. What in the hell is the matter with us? Varies, uh, you know, system to system, uh, country to country, but um, the whole not coupling, not having a family, not trying to achieve thing, it's... It's it's weird, and it's as true in Japan as it is in you know uh, Idaho. That that not coupling, not having kids thing is definitely tied into this. 
But as far as having a job, it seems like, and, and I, there's no, I don't know how you fix that because that's that's some sort of complicated beast psychology. Like the guy who wrote this book, he was asked, "What do you think we do to fix that?" And he said, "You don't need an economist. You need a philosopher. You need a clergyman. You need a anthropologist. I mean, to get to that stuff. But the work one, you can fix. If you ain't getting a check, you're gonna feed yourself." How long does society decide we're going to pay for 7 million dudes to sit around all day long? You know, for the longest time, the uh, unofficial Armstrong and Getty slogan has been stupid should hurt. Maybe we should change it to lazy should make you hungry. Well, it's not quite as catchy. I like the... lazy equals hungry. Mm. Something along those lines. Yeah, I like that. You You shouldn't be able to live without looking for a job that's crazy well i know and it's again an ex- an experiment untried in human history i think most of us our response to that is i didn't know you could i didn't know you could i didn't right. know it was easy right. enough that seven million people could i knew there were people that game the unemployment thing and i've heard lots of people tell me that story about yeah you got to do this to pretend you're looking and you fill out forms knowing you're not blah 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 we all i think we all are aware of that but the crowd that doesn't even look i remember bringing this up to a friend of mine when he said who doesn't look for work yeah who that's right i didn't know that was right. it but there are seven million men of working age that just don't even look i have and no one plan of the- one of the interesting aspects of Sebastian Younger's book, Tribe, in which he's talking about, uh, you know, your Indian tribes, for instance, that sort of thing, tribal societies, where everybody shared and shared alike, you know, literally to each according to their needs. And often lefties cite that. But what they don't cite, the other side of that coin that Younger makes clear, is anybody who is unproductive was either killed or cast out to starve in the wilderness. It was utterly unthinkable that you would be unproductive. Right. So you had a minimum bar you had to reach. Oh, yeah. And if you were caught stealing others, uh, the fruits of others' labor, you'd be killed. Or again, cast out to starve. We definitely don't have that. Uh, We'll finish strong with a bunch of stuff next. You 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 have any comments on that topic? Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events, chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ian, as it moves further onto the Atlantic Ocean, could very well continue to gain strength, move up further, and then make another expected landfall, potentially as a hurricane once again. We're talking about some areas that are going to get 15 to 20 inches of rainfall. Catastrophic flooding to be sure. More storm surge. And while it's not going to be nearly as much as we saw yesterday, it certainly is enough to be potentially deadly. I don't think the heavy stuff's going to come down for quite some time. Mm, I'm afraid it has. It's just a question of whether it will be heavy again. Um, they think uh, Ian could gain strength and, and hit the Carolinas, uh, South Carolina, as a Category 1, which is, you know, nothing like hit Florida. I'm part of a text string of guys who I've met through the wonderful world of golf, and one guy knows a guy who has a house on the west coast of florida and uh and sent along pictures of the line of the the eye of the hurricane and it goes like through his side yard and he just found out that his house is gone to the foundation i mean just gone Hmm. and uh, just multiply that by the thousands and thousands there are a couple of million plus people without power and it could be days or weeks till they get it that'd obviously be a problem if, uh, if your house was just gone but man the stuff in it That'd be the hard part. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, when you evacuate, if you evacuate, you know, it's it's like, uh, you know, whether if you're in wildfire country, Judy and I had our little uh, house in the woods there for a long time. Um, you have everything ready, theoretically, to go, or you're supposed to. And I imagine hurricane country is the same, uh, you know, tornado country, whatever. And it's not like nobody in Florida knew there were hurricanes there, but it's a damn shame. 
you had your house in your in the woods and your barrels of acid. I've been watching that Dahmer show, so I kind of assume that about everybody now. Weird noises and smells. <laughs> right. Power tools running late at night. <laughs> hey, it's my hobby. It's Final Thoughts, boys. Yes, I'll do, boys. Soon we'll hear your comments. Entertain us. Give us closure. For the show is nearly done. There you go. Hmm? Oh, that's soul-stirring. It is. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up. There he is, Michelangelo. Michael, lead us off. I cannot be imagine being a man not looking for a job. I get bored after two or three days. I could not sit around the house. I have to have a purpose. No way I could do that. I know. you might, Maybe you get used to it. God, I, I couldn't do it either. I think the fact that there are almost always substances involved is not a coincidence. Yeah, that story we did today about all the millions of men across this country and a good chunk of women who just aren't working or looking for work. I guess it's us, up to us, the parents, to put in our kids' heads the idea that you got to work, you got to support yourself. That's not an option. You got to do that because it, it's not coming from society or school or it's, it's not coming from where it used to come from. Yeah, yeah, how interesting. Uh, My final thought is, if you are on that road or already down that road, Google the following. Martin Luther King Jr. Street Sweeper Speech. Read that and see if that doesn't uh, change your mindset. I don't think people buy into that anymore. I think they look at that and think, what a waste of a life, sweeping streets. I'm going to sit here and watch porn and play video games. Now that's living. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. What a personal privilege. It's a little too much donkey dog. Well, that bad it kept care. That didn't make a lot of sense. It just didn't. Uh, okay. Come on. you Jackie. Yes. We continue to see a failing, flailing in front of us. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? The United States shares a very important relationship, which is an alliance with the Republic of North Korea. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events, chef-prepared meals, 
safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order.